All right. Uh, Back again. Here we are. Taking off uh, another episode of uh, Alpha Injection. Probably my favorite time of the week. This is the best time of the week. Um, once again, Shane and Dan here. Um, just bringing you another dose of knowledge, power, and way to live your life. Starting with the whiskey. The whiskey of the week. Uh, your pick, Shane. What, what are we drinking here? We are sipping on a nice little Kentucky bourbon called Bullet. Mm. It is a very warm, very rich bourbon. Um, has almost a, almost a cinnamon type of edge to it. Um, it's very crisp. It goes down smooth. Still has plenty of kick to it. Um, I'm enjoying mine nice and ice cold and it's, it's going down like water. What do you, what do you rate it on a scale of one to 10? I would say it's a solid eight. That's good. That's yeah. Um, yeah, I, I will say I started off with drinking it neat, no Mm -hmm. ice, uh, a pretty good kick in the chest, which I'm always, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, and the ice cube in it because of. And I gotta admit, I think it's I think it's better with the ice. Yeah, I think probably a solid seven point one. Seven point one. Yeah, without respectable. The ice. Yeah, um, with the ice, I think you're right. I think it jumps up to probably seven nine. Are Pretty close to that eight. Yeah. At least. Yeah, I'd say a couple uh, more to for my, my rating. A couple more drinks. Yeah, I think uh I think we're gonna go ahead and stick to that plan. Yeah. Just to just to confirm the rating, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's never the best on one. You gotta try at least four or five, maybe six. Absolutely. Sometimes six. Sometimes six. Yeah, yeah depending and on from that. there. It's in God's hands. Yeah, that's it, dude. Amen. Oh. Amen. <laughs> yeah, so weekly whiskey. We chose Bullet. Got a solid eight on the rocks. Yeah. And a uh, little over a seven neat. So yeah, Bullet, absolutely. we appreciate your, your fine bourbon product. And uh, we're going to continue to enjoy it throughout this episode. Um, going back to the episode, this week for episode two, we're going to cover... Stress and addiction. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we talked about this a lot over the last couple of weeks, trying to uh, figure out our game plan. Since we missed last week, I was having some fucking life issues trying to get my shit together. Mm. Um, and uh, I think everyone in our, our little little group was, right? We were all yeah. going through some shit, trying, yeah, to, dude. trying to get back on the horse, right? Struggle bus. Dude. Yeah, and I, I would say a lot of that came down to stress, wouldn't you? Uh, yes, yeah, definitely part of it. And and I will say before we kind of dive into it, man, and I'm really glad you brought that up. Yeah, because 
to end the week, uh, what time is it? A, a few hours ago, actually, my grandmother died. Uh, 89, damn, 89 years old, I think. 89. She was pretty old. She wasn't quite 90, but she was pretty. And, um, you know, I'm just sitting there looking at her, man, because we, we got the call from my dad about five minutes away. Mm-hmm. And so just dropped what we were doing. We drove down there and, um, you know, we were there for my mom. It was my mom's mom. Um, she had my grandma for a little while now. Uh, they got there. Right. And dude, I'm just sitting there, man. I'm just thinking how crazy the phenomenon of death is, you know, you, like 89, just say it was 89 years old. My grandmother was 89 years old and died because of basically natural causes. You know, everything just started deteriorating. Her brain just stopped, stopped, stopped working. Right. You know, progressively declined. Right. Uh, and then she died. And, and then on the other side, one of my buddies uh, dies in a motorcycle accident at 20 something years old, you know, seemingly unexpected, just made a mistake around a turn and, and died. It took him a couple of days to find his body. Right. Yeah. And dude, I just, I was just sitting there thinking like, what the fuck are we doing with our lives? You yeah. know, we, everybody wants to think that, Oh, we're going to die on the battlefield or we're going to, we're going to die of old age in bed and in, in our sleep or, or, you know, whatever, but really peaceful. Yeah. Like, but, but realistically, man, there's no timestamp on it. It is, no. it is whatever it happens. So, what excuses are you making man because they don't fucking matter they don't they don't matter you know you're tired at four o'clock in the morning boo-hoo you've got shit to do go do it because you're either going to be remembered as nothing or something by whoever knows you you know whether it's your family whether it's your group of three or four friends or your group of fucking 20 people they're just fake as hell you know, no matter what, they're going to remember something about you or nothing. And what is it going to be? You ch- like you have a choice, right? How do we impact That's the people choice. around us? Yeah. How, how do we impact the people around us? How do we choose every day to make something of ourselves? And if we make something of ourselves, whether you not, people are going to know. Unless you just live in a fucking basement. Doing nothing. Yeah, dude. Like, your excuses are inferior. If you've got something to fucking do, go do it. Focus on the process. Get to work. You got no time to waste. You don't know when it's going to happen. And if you're so scared about making a choice, this is what I'm talking about when they're going to either thing or nothing, right? If you don't ever make choice, you're making a choice to not do something. And you will get to 89 years old. And this wasn't my grandma by any means. She had a full life. You're going to get to 89 years old and nobody's going to give a shit when you die. If you don't make, if you make the choice to not make a choice, that's what's going to happen. If you spend your life just existing. Yeah. Not living. I would say you waste your life existing. 100%. Every day you make that choice. That's it. Every single day.
died. She died an old woman of natural causes, and the way she impacted me and my family was monumental. She left a legacy. Absolutely. And the people that survived, that survived her family that exists now, she left that impact on them, on you. Yeah. But anyway. Well, God, God bless your grandma, man. God bless her. Thank you. Yeah. And uh, she was awesome. So you lost, you lost a buddy too? Uh, that was a while ago. Yeah, it okay. was several years ago. Um, okay. He, he wasn't like my best friend by any means. Um, yeah. You know, but yeah, I mean, it was just a, a terrible accident. You know, motorcycle. Motorcycle, uh, not even involved with anybody else from what I remember. They said that he just took spill on a turn, man. Yep. That was it. I know, uh, I know how that goes, man. I lost a real close friend of mine uh, four, four years ago on August 17th. Mm-hmm. Um, good, good guy. Wow. Wild child, though. That's yeah. my wife's birthday. He, he, that is Shay's birthday, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that is Shay, yep. Um, yeah, man, he, 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 he embodied what you were talking about. He chose at every opportunity to live. Um, he was a wild child and he got after it and, you know, God rest his soul, man. He was a good guy. Yeah. But this next you know, one's for him. Yep. Yep. For all our loved ones, all our friends that aren't here yep. with us anymore. You know, we live for them and because of them. Yep. And that gives us the freedom to do what we do to, uh, to have created this adventure that we're on this journey. So let's honor them as we go, man. I love the words. I love what you brought into this episode, brought that passion, brought that fire early on. I know mm-hmm. going from that, it's only going to get even better. Um, yeah. <laughs> that, that was a hell of an opener. That was fantastic, bro. Let's get um, after it, man. I'm ready. Let's yeah. go. Let's dig into it. Um, yeah. Stress. Stress and addiction. Um, let's, let's dissect this shit, man. Yeah. Um, stress. We feel it every single day, mm-hmm. whether it's coming from work or family life, home life, stress we place on ourselves. It's, it's everywhere you look, right? Yep. Um, and sometimes it's positive. Sometimes it's negative. Sometimes it's that driving force to do more. Sometimes it's that dragon that's shooting fire at you and telling you to hide in your castle because it's because you just don't want to go out and hunt for treasure today you know but uh yeah it's always there oh there's no way around it uh especially absolutely it's really it's really easy for it to be bad it's really easy because I know when, when I got out of the military, um, starting to, you know, no experience whatsoever, pregnant wife, not giving birth, uh, living with the parents and a pregnant wife that was about my grandma and my little sister. 
in one little, like it's not a little house, but I mean, for all that, you know, it's not much. It's a lot of people. And uh, yeah, I do. And so, you know, a, a, a oncoming one room, not much, small. Um, deal with man, because I'm not making a lot of money at the time. Um, wondering, you know, when when are we going to get out of there? Making sure everything is safe with the with the pregnancy and and the the birthing process and all that stuff. Me, man, it was hard. Plus, I was getting out of an environment that I'd been around for eight years, and so I was having to adjust and not only but as well, and then with my schedule and everything. So it wasn't mentally; it was also physically as well, which plays a play. And sure. um, you know, it was it was kind of tough. I got into a lot of arguments, had a lot of issues. Um, you know, continues to grow the stress. And, uh, yeah, man, I mean, you can't stop it. And every day is going to be different. Um, every situation is going to bring something different. But initially, as that bad stress that we talk about, right? This brings you down that sometimes people get depressed over it. Uh, the stuff that damages and ruins relationships mm-hmm. and all this stuff, like it can be, get really bad, but at that, whether you lose something or not, there's always something to learn from it. And this is where you can turn it in good lesson that from the bad stress. Okay. I see where you're going. Yeah. Instead of letting it fuck you up. Right. So this is like, this is taking the bad stress and turning it into a good thing. In, in the sense of, okay, this is what happened. This is how I need to learn from that. And what can I do differently? What can I do? How can I improve? Just rolling from, rolling from there, taking it from there. Um, but it's almost impossible to avoid it. You can't really avoid it. I love that you said that because that is exactly my next point. You, we want as people naturally biologically to avoid bad situations, right? Yeah. Our brain wants the easy, cheap, lazy way out of danger and out of yeah. stress, out of bad things. How do I avoid it? Right. Yeah. Um, in short, in summary, I think you'll agree with me here. If you are chasing your dreams, if you are going for something bigger, you will find more stress, more danger than anywhere else. Avoiding it is impossible. It is not only impossible, facing it is necessary. Yep. So going back to what you said, how do you turn it into a good thing, right? How do you take the negative things going on and how do you learn from it? How do you use it as fuel to better handle the situation to more properly assess future decisions and to prepare for the next round that much more. Absolutely. And I think all of those things come together with making the choice to succeed, to Mm -hmm. do 
making yourself resolute in the fact that no matter what comes, you will get through it. And even if it beats you to your fucking knees and takes all the lunch money out of your pocket, it takes all your snacks out of your backpack, that you're going to stand up, you're going to punch that bully that is life in his fucking nose, you're going to walk into the cafeteria and you're going to grab an apple and you're going to go to class. Because, motherfucker, you got some shit to learn and it's a new day. Mm-hmm. Snacks, man. It's a travesty. I hate it. Literally. Terrible. And- <laughs> 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 yeah, you're right. You know, um, it's that choice. Yep. It's the choice. It, I, it says, man, like, this is what I'm talking about, making excuses, you know. Uh, your situation, blame it on their situation. Like, oh, I'm so stressed because, you know, work is tough and I'm making no money and I have bills to pay and 12 to 14 hours a day and then I get home and I'm so tired. Dude, fuck that, man. Fuck It's, as, it's as simple as that, dude. If, if, yeah. if, if that's how you feel, then you're just going to be stuck there forever, man. There's forever. a way out. There's. You just have to do it. You have to choose to do more than what you're doing. You know, because some people will complain about how hard they worked and then didn't succeed, how they still failed at something, right? Yep. And then they're going to they're gonna blame something, whether it's they got me because, you know, for all for whatever reason, like let's just use race as, as an example, right? They got promoted over they're using minority as a advantage over me or or vice versa, right? Or because they're using, right. you know, this dude's white, so he got promoted over me, right? And and maybe that's true. Maybe, right? But let's just say you had to work two times harder. He still got so instead of making excuses, blame about it. Something that probably isn't even true. How come you work three times harder? Yes. Instead of two times. Or maybe four times harder. Whatever it takes. Yeah. Because there will be a next time. Instead of blaming something else, blame yourself for not doing enough. Don't give up. For yeah, No, don't give up. Hell no. And yeah, it's get ready for that, the next it's, round. Yeah, it, it's taking that ownership. It, responsibility, even if it's not your fault. If you take responsibility of something that's not even your fault, it gives you a lot of power. Because yes, now, when you take your own responsibility and ownership of something that's not even your fucking fault, you're going to work to make sure that doesn't happen again for you, right? Yeah. At least this is, this is in my experience. And so when I hear, when I see people or hear people blame other things for not or what they want, I, it's just mind blowing to me. I, I agree with you because I fucking love failing. I love losing and getting beaten so much because when it happens and I'll be honest it's not often because a savage. I like you live a life of a fucking savage 
yeah. alpha, and I put in the work to win. But you're not always guaranteed to win. And sometimes the odds are stacked oh. against you because fate says you need to lose because you need to get better. And when that moment happens, when you lose and you recognize that you have lost, you have been given a chance, a chance to develop your abilities, your mindset to the next level to prepare mm-hmm. you for even greater failures and vice versa, even greater successes. Because you just hit the next level of the fucking arena. Through failure, through suffering, comes the greatest blessings you can possibly attain. It's weird, though. It's weird. People are so quick to get... And I would say it's because it's easy. It, it has to be. Like, what, what else could it be? It's, it's easy. It's to just stop. It is. It's that instant gratification. The pain yeah. goes away as soon yeah. as I stop, right? Sure. Like maybe whatever you're going through at the moment is no longer affecting you. Mm-hmm. Then think of the residual effects to quitting. Yeah. Right? That residual long-lasting stress that builds in your life from knowing that you gave up. You had the choice to keep going, take the fucking uppercut to the chin, get knocked the fuck out, stand back up, and get back in the fight. But you chose to tap out with the fight. That stress hits much harder than another punch to the temple ever would. Because it's inside your brain, man. It's, It's not on your face. It's in your brain. So you have to sleep with that. Sleep with quitting. Sleep with the mistress of failure and give and failure and giving up, not in, not in losing, but in giving up. And that cuts much deeper than losing and learning ever will. Yeah. And now, yeah, I was going to say, you know, stopping and at once it's, Oh man, slippery slope. It is it's easy to keep doing fucking it. Slope. Too slippery almost. Yeah. And it's definitely harder to get back up and then get back up again. Yeah. Like, it's definitely much harder to do that instead of the easy route, which is get down and then stay down. You don't have to do any effort to stay down. You just fucking stay there. Bro, you can stay there as long as you want. As long as you want. Yeah. (laughs) You stay there forever. Yeah. And nothing's going to happen to you. Nope. No one's going to judge you. No one's going to yell at you anymore or berate you because you're safe in your own little hole. Yeah, you're You're comfy down there. You're warm, dude. You're cozy. You're laying down. You're taking a nap, dude. (laughs) Life is is good for you, right? (laughs) But is it? Wrong. It's not. No, dude. It's, It's not good because... You have to start facing yourself eventually at some point and question your entire existence. Yeah. What, what am I doing with my life? Who, who am I? Yeah. You know, what, what is my plan? Where, where am I going to be the next five years, 10 years? Yeah. If I just keep doing this, 
keep cowering and giving up. Dude, and you know what happens when you for too long? Tell me, brother. Three things. Three things. You get walked on, you get buried, and you get buried and those are the three things that happen when you fucking love for your entire life. Think about it. Okay. I don't know about you, but I don't like getting walked on, man. I hate it, man. I don't like it at all. I can't stand it. I can't stand when someone doesn't acknowledge me when I'm doing the right thing, when I'm putting effort in because... They can't get their head out of their own ass to realize what I'm going through. Yeah. Because they're so focused on their shit. And I can't stand getting buried by people who just don't give a shit about what I got going on. Yeah. And are more more invested in their own goals in an unhealthy way than they are about seeing my side of the table. Yeah. And when you put both those things together, man, that'll make just about a mortal enemy for me. And then again, on the other, well, not really again, but on the other side too, you have, you know, the idea that it's only doing it for recognition. Like, what's the, what's the point of that? You know yeah. what I mean? Like, cause that, that to me turns it into just a very, it's hard to call it selfish, but it's just kind of like, I'm not doing things for other people's recognition. I'm doing things for my own recognition. Yeah. And in my mind, it helps to be recognized by other people because then it's doing the right thing. Especially when I feel like I'm stuck and not seeing results. Right. But for me, and, and I mean, and which I respect and I understand, but like, I, I don't care about, you know, the recognition, and it helps, but it's not what I'm doing things for. You know, I'm doing things. I want to be successful. I want to, you know, be financially stable. I want to do certain things with my wife and my kids and all this stuff for for me, and for and for my family, of course. For yeah. me, you know, because at the end of the day, I nothing in my life improves if I don't improve. Yeah. So. It's about me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, I, you know, and, 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 and that's just how it is. And a lot, that's a great point because I agree with it. Um, there's, like, think about what we learned in the, in the military, right? Um, how can you help your buddies on the battlefield mm-hmm. if you can't help yourself first, right? Yeah. And it's, it's so simple there because it's like, and the concept of combat, I mean, well, fuck, I'm getting shot at. My buddy's laying over there bleeding out. I can't go save his life if I'm taking machine gun fire, right? Effective machine yeah. gun fire. Yeah. But if I can put that dude's head down or kill him, then I can go save my buddy. Mm-hmm. So we'll, we'll dial that back into our personal lives. If you can't build yourself, work on yourself, how are you going to improve the lives of the people around you? How are you going to mm. take care of them if you're not taking care of yourself first? Exactly. Making sure you are capable of providing, engaging, developing, 
them every day because you are building yourself. Yep. Think about, uh, think you, you know who Atlas is, right? Of course, the man who held the world on his shoulders. Um, think about what he's doing. He, like you said, he's holding the world on his shoulders. Now, Everybody. Atlas's shoes. Yeah, exactly. Put yourself in Atlas's shoes and the world is your life. You know, whether you have a family or not, whether it's you in the military, career or whatever, you have yeah. the world on your shoulders. Now, like Atlas and on your knees and being crushed and dying, but holding it for the rest of your life? Or do you want to have the fuck up and holding that bitch? You want to be the motherfucker who's on his feet. Olympic lift. I'm talking overhead, Dude, pressing yeah. the world for eternity. And then you walking made the around choice like it's fucking and cool. <laughs> walking around the galaxy with it, man. Yeah. And I'm a, I'm gonna tell you why we can see the light side of that is because the reason that Atlas is holding the world on his shoulders and it's crushing him is because that is his punishment. Yep, he was not meant to be there he did nope. not choose to be there that is where he was destined to be because mm-hmm. of his sins and his failures and his lack of courage and he's a traitor and that is why the world crushes him yep. men like us we decide to take the world the weight of the world whether it's the whole world it's probably not going to be that <laughs> but the world that we that we exist in our families right our friends yep work environment we take all of that on our shoulders and we throw that shit up on top of our hands and stand up with it walk around with it because we are freely choosing to carry it to wear it to weigh that burden and and struggle with it but succeed with it using as a constant reminder that we need to be better that at any time it could overtake us while we are active, it will not. Mm. Dude, I watched. I watched Survivor last weekend. Great film. And there's a lot of controversy around that whole thing. Yeah, I've heard about all that crap. Oh yeah, whatever. Intimately familiar. It yeah, I, I I wasn't there. I don't give a fuck. There's still something to learn. Yep. And I watched it because my wife, Shay, Shay had never seen it before. So, okay, you got to see this movie. Gotta Dude, there are, there are so many lines and scenes in that fucking movie that, dude, savage. In, insanity. Like, and it, it could be a phrase, like, never out of the fight. Mm-hmm. You're until you're fucking dead, dude. Yeah. And it, until you're dead. You have to get up. You have to keep the enemy. Whether it's negative stress, whether it's the stuff that knocks you down, whether it's a whatever thing. But you have to fucking keep taking it to the enemy. Every single chance I'll, you get. Yeah. Sometimes you get knocked down or shot 
or pulverized or blown up. You got to keep moving. Keep keep pushing forward until your very last breath. I want to I want to share that thing I wrote earlier this week, right? Yeah. Um, is that that was that was from the heart, dude? And I think people need to hear this. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna I'm gonna share that real quick. So I wrote this when I was talking with Dan um, and our other buddy Al, and I felt this right as I was getting ready to avoid a workout to just choose the easy easy path for the night. But I said, fuck that. So I wrote this, and I went and worked out. And here it goes. Today, you don't want to work out. Life is weighing you down. Your bad habits have control. Everything seems to be going wrong, and there's too much for you to handle. Put on your shoes. Grab your earbuds and put on your best playlist. Go hard in your body and mind and the temple. Don't think, just do it. Cash a check for discipline and watch all your troubles crumble. And that right there is something I typed up, printed off, pasted it on my door. So every morning, every day, I see that. I see that and I read it. And it reinforces to me that I know what the right path is. I know the discipline it'll take to make the right decision. Every day I'm challenging myself and challenging my brothers. Will you do that as well? Will you go the distance again and again and again to find success, to beat stress, take the bad stress and turn into a learning experience? Will you do it? I'm almost in tears because of how good that is, man. <laughs> <laughs> and and that's fucking heavy, bro. Kind of where we go into the good stress. Yeah, like like we were talking about before, there is good stress. Yes, and it can be, physical, but a lot of the time it's physical. It is physical, at least, at least in my mind. Mm-hmm. Having the discipline to wake up early enough want to let's just put it that way earlier than you want to to get up and physically punish yourself and i say that in a good way not like not not in a bad way right that is stress that's good because you're putting your mind through stress of of the stress of having to wake up earlier than usual you're not used to and then you're putting your body through the stress of something that you don't want to do mentally or physically at the time that you're doing it you still made your, like you said, you still put your shoes on and you still went to the gym. You know, that is stress and mentally. And, and that's where you learn a lot. That's where tolerance, that's where, that's where you build good habits. And you start, yeah. when you start doing things like that, you start doing the people, other people don't want to do. And when you do that is when you start building the mentality and the ability to find success because you're doing something that nobody else is. 
and you will improve. That's the good stress. That's the good shit. That's what I like. Dude, that's you're right on the fucking money, man. Like, good stress, the most beneficial form of that mm. is physical training. Is that early wake up, like you said, to do what you don't want to do. You just fucking do it. Mm-hmm. And think about the rest of your day after that. It's easy. You fucking, you already, you already took the worst the day can offer. Yeah. You created it yourself. So whatever exactly. life Dude. throws at you, yeah. it doesn't matter. Because you already created the worst possible situation, choked <laughs> it the fuck out, and then when, when then you went to start your day. You know what I mean? Dude, that's a great – I'm so glad you said that. That's a, that's a great – I love that. That's a great mm-hmm. way to put it. Mm-hmm. What's the worst that can happen because you already created it for yourself? Like, I, I dude, when I was in the military, what, what, what time did we have – you know, we had up basically 5, 5.30 on average, right? Yeah, pretty much. For, for a regular work, 5.30 at the, at the latest. Yeah. I hated it. I I'm ne- I've never been a morning person. Man. You know me. Absolutely. I hate the morning. <laughs> Absolutely hate the mornings, dude. <laughs> I hate running. Right. Yep. <laughs> Cardi. Like I, I want to be a bodybuilder, dude. I fucking weight. Not like sweet fat. fucking muscles. Yeah, dude. Yep. Just big old, big old arms, tree trunks of legs. Yep. You know, I would say a bigger dick, but I can't work that so, out so yep same here <laughs> you know, so i'll take the arms and the legs dude. <laughs> but, uh, good enough <laughs> yeah exactly but um so what i've been doing recently and, and it's like we talked about a couple weeks i said i was going to wake up at 4 a.m every morning yep. and the reason i said that is because i don't want to fucking do that yep. i have i don't want to wake up early at all and much less to work, you know. And yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I I had plenty of days where I was just like, I, I'm not working out today, you know. I had plenty of days. Yeah. And but I still I still have my alarm. I have my alarm automatically set to 4 a.m. And yep. so I was still waking up at four, and whether or not I worked out, you know, it was. And I need to work on it. I gotta stop being a bitch, to be honest. Um. You know, it's just one of those things, man. Like, you just have to do it. You have to test yourself because that's when you find out who. You test yourself. How are you going to know what you're capable of? You never will. And then you never improve. You just do the same thing you do every other day. You stay at the same level you were at before. Yeah. This, and this is something that I'm hyped up about in this evening because I still don't want to wake up at 4 a.m. Still, I don't think I'll ever want to wake up. I don't know why I would. I don't know why anybody would. But I have such a drive right now. Right now, I cannot get it out of my head. It's all to do this. Not doing something I want to test myself. Now it's because... I have to wake up at 4 a.m. And then I have to. 
even even if it's not going to the gym. Let's say I want to run, which I want to run, so it's even better. You know, let's say I just want to do something swings like, or just pull ups for thirty minutes straight, or whatever it is. Like, I it's not that I want to do these; it's that I absolutely have to do them because I have shit to do. Yeah, and this is just the way. It's like you said, this is the test yourself, put yourself through stress in the morning to where later in the day when it gets stressful it's not that bad it's not bad at all it's that good stress dude it's good stress man you you put yourself through so much to be to be better to be more than you were and yeah I think part of the desire to be better, to be more, if we're not careful with that, can lead us down some dark paths. And that's where I want to bring addiction into this. Okay. Is where does the desire to do more take us to addiction to find ways, to find vices, to supplement our mindset, to try and reduce stress, things that can comfort us and make us feel like everything's okay so we can keep doing the things we need to do. So how do, how do habits and vices become real addictions, real battles that we have to face? And mm. the first one I want to bring up is alcohol. Um, let's let's just talk about that in the sense that we oftentimes drink alcohol, people do, to forget about stress, right? Yeah. To forget yeah. about all the shit that's going on in our life. We just want to black out and drink until we forget about everything that's going on. Yep. And it works for six hours. And then you wake up the next day, and where are you at? You're right back where you started before you were drunk. Just with a raging headache. <laughs> with a raging fucking headache. <laughs> a whole lot of other problems. Yeah, a dude. Of, a lot of missed phone calls and a lot of texts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, an, an addiction like that is is something that's typically more recognized but there are other addictions that we face that people don't typically consider to be real addictions um a huge one on that is our phones right yeah let's let's think of how much time we spend on our phones i would say you and i probably spend a lot less time than than most people because we do keep I mean, ourselves busy. Um, I'm going to say, with the exception of work, cause I'm on my phone right. constantly. It's just I, my, right, like and, my, and if that's my job is on the phone, you know. So yeah, and and that's that's you at work though, right? Yeah, yeah. But outside of that, I mean, like we we do shit. We're out there doing things, mm-hmm. and that keeps us away from our phones. Um. And that's good. But even then, I'd say we're still probably on our phones too much. 
I mean, who, who can only imagine or understand the effects that all that blue light has going directly into your eyes, craning yeah. over that phone all day, every day, right? Well, you know, let's, um, not even, let's not even use the phone as an example. Let's just use technology, man. Yeah. Technolo- technology in general, because it could be the TV, it could be computer, anything, Xbox, computer. PS4, you name it. Yeah, I mean, any technology, really, if you, if you really think about it. You know, it, it can be it can be a negative thing. I've got to be honest, man. I, I might have an unpopular opinion about addiction. Okay. And I, I want to know what you think about it. Let's hear it. But I don't believe in it. I, I don't believe in addiction. Okay. I I think I think that has become a label for I the thing is I don't want to call it any because it it almost gives it power. Mhm. So let's just use the we'll use the term addiction, right? So what happens? You know, what just start drinking an absurd amount of alcohol. We'll just keep going with the alcohol as a as a reference, right? People don't just start doing it for no reason. Always a reason. There's a an event or something that leads to that point. So, yeah, something started it. Something. And at first, it's like you said, at first it starts as a habit. And this is just my own analysis. Keep in mind, I am by no means a psychologist or a scientist or that. Okay. This is just Neither my, of us are. <laughs> yeah. No. no. Uh, and I say this as I'm drinking. So, you know, say that for whatever that's worth. Take it with a grain but, of um, salt. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> but, uh, I, you know, let's just say something, it starts somewhere, right? So something happened to you traumatic. So you, you try and figure something out to cope, right? And you, you just gravitate. First thought is, I need to relax. I need to take a drink and just sit there and just chill out, right? And everything so, will be better after that. Yeah, yeah, exactly, right? So that's where it starts. You have a drink. You start relaxing a little bit. So you have a little bit more. And then pretty soon you're blacked out. You fall asleep and you wake up the next day. Now you have a raging headache. Now you realize that shit hasn't changed. Your life still sucks. You still hate the traumatic event that ever happened. You're still down on yourself. All this mental stuff going on, right? And then you go back thinking, well, you know, it wasn't so bad. I was still, I, it was the only thing that I've done so far that's relaxed to me. So what are you going to do? You're going to go do it again. Do it again. Right? And so it, it gradually becomes a habit. So you start doing it more and more and more. And then... Over time, physio- physiologically, right, your body, this happens when even you do something like working out. It's not just with what you eat and drink. It's stuff you do on a daily basis, like working yeah. out. You know, your body adapts to it. It clings on to it. And your body tells your mind you need it. Yep. Right? So now your body dependent but your body is telling you it is dependent yep and so your your 
is the first to fail. So when your body's telling you to do something in your head, you're thinking you need to do it because your body needs it. Realistically, what controls your body? Your mind. Your but who mind. controls your mind? You. Fucking do. You do. No matter what it is, you control your mind. Despite the fact that your body is telling you you need to do something, controls you whether you do it or not. I mean, I... I take that back. You are what controls your mind to make the choice as to whether you do it or not, if that makes sense. Yes. So is it really an addiction or is it a habit that progressed to the point of now you have to fight against yourself to break the habit? So this is me playing devil's advocate. Okay. And this is the counterpoint that will bring me into my next point. Okay. What has been a habit has become an addiction and you are no longer able to control it. It's a full-blown addiction. Whether that's drugs or alcohol, sex, porn, you cannot control it anymore. By yourself, you have lost. So what do you do? You reach out for help. And where do you find that help? Alpha injection. Facts. That is where you find that help. And you and I don't mean that just as alpha injection being the only solution. Alpha injection is a representation of people going the distance to spread knowledge and understanding and lessons Mm -hmm. learned to give people solutions. Mm. Reach out and give them help and help them break their bad habits, break their addictions to find that desire to win, to conquer, to be better. Yeah. That is what it is. That is the concept of it. Yeah. And, and now it's a good, it's a good thing you brought that up because not every is able do it themselves. Correct me if I'm wrong. Times, probably eight times ten, people need boost or need help or need something to get them started. And, and even in a lot of cases, something to keep them going. It's them going. It's, it's very, yeah, you're, you're 100% right. Um, there's only so much we can do by ourselves. Yeah. And most of us don't have naturally the self-discipline and restraint needed to do it ourselves. Yeah. But that's something you can learn, a skill you can develop, discipline and restraint. You can develop that. And those of us that are good at it, we can train others. We can teach them. Yeah. Empower them. See, this is this is also why I don't believe in addiction. Because at the end of the day, no matter what it is, whether it's an addiction 
or going to work, getting out of bed, no matter what, conscious choice to do or don't, no matter what. And sometimes that's really hard. I'm not going to lie. Sometimes it is hard as fuck. Every time. Yeah. But you make the conscious choice to either do it or you not do it. And I know it's not easy because it takes more than one time to make a choice to break a bad habit or to break a quote unquote addiction or start a new habit and then to keep doing a new habit. You know, you, you have to make that and no matter what, if you have, let's just, you know, let's just say an addiction. If you have an addiction like that, you still make the choice every day to do it. And that's why I don't believe in addiction. Because when you might have to make a choice repetitively to break it out of that addiction, but every day you still make to stay in that addiction and to keep doing it. That, that's why I don't believe in it, man, because you can still stop it at any point. You just have to make the choice. But with that being said, you need someone else to hold you accountable to making that choice. It's not them that's keeping you from doing your addiction or your bad habit or whatever. You're still making that choice, but you need somebody that's going to say, hey, motherfucker, you're not supposed to do that. Or if you do that, I'm going to beat your ass. Right? Yeah. That type of thing. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, yeah. At the end of the day, you still have to make the choice to not do it. Right. It's still on you. It's in your mind. It, it is you making the conscious decision to wake up at 4 a.m. every morning. Or adversely to taking that next drink of alcohol or the next injection of meth or whatever. I, I've never been in how the whole thing works, but you get what I'm trying to say. Yeah. You know, that, that's why I don't believe in it, man. That's it. I think, uh, I think going back to having other people holding you accountable that is, it's huge. Game because changer, you're at, bro. You're absolutely right. At the end of the day, it's your choice. Yeah. Like, they can, they can tell you, like, that's, like, get the fuck out of bed. Like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. You know, like, quit being a pussy. But you can just say, oh, yeah, whatever. I don't uh-huh. care. I'm just going to sleep in. If you don't have a good reason. And you can just ignore them. But if you're putting your trust in that person and when they tell you get the fuck up that it's the right answer yeah. and that they are encouraging you and empowering you to make the decision yourself because they give just as much of a shit about you as you do or you should about yourself and that they're not saying that shit lightly yeah. they're on your team they're part of your tribe and they're there to watch you succeed. Yeah. They know that you would do the same thing for them. And that's, that's the kind of brotherhood, the kind of tribe that we have. Yeah. As, as alpha injections, 
we are we are looking out for each other constantly, you know, assessing and evaluating each other, making sure we're all good. Yeah. And that we are adapting to things as they come, making changes we need to. Yeah. And going from there. And when we're being pussies, we call each other out on it. We call ourselves I'm, out on it. Yeah, you know? dude. <laughs> yeah. I said it the other day. Yeah. It's just it, believe in labels, man, because I'm a firm believer that when you give something a name, it now puts the blame on that. It does. But in, in my in my head, if I'm blaming myself, I have to hold myself accountable now. But when you blame yep. something else, you hold that accountable. Now it's not your fault. Now you're not the one that's making the choice. Yep. And, and that that to me is just honestly, it's just weak. It is. It's, just, it's not. It's you not facing the music of reality because you're scared. Yeah, and every every time you watch, you hear anything about the AA meetings and all that stuff. You know they. Alcoholism is a disease, or being an addict disease. Bullshit. You, they can push the blame on that. To where if they, well, they just get to blame it on alcoholism or, or being an addict. They get to blame their shitty fucking choices on being an addict. And I don't believe in that, man. No. It's because it's, fuck no. It's because it, it disenfranchises you. It, yeah. it takes away your power to fight it. Because yep. what you're saying when, and again, we're not psychologists. We're not fucking scientists. No. We just know what we know. We learn what we learn. We're open to hearing new shit, but yep. we're on the same page here. When you label something like that, like you said, as a disease or whatever, it disenfranchises your ability to fight it because that means it can take control and have control at any time. Yeah. And you're powerless against it. Exactly. Now so, it's saying you don't make your own choices. Right. It does whatever it wants, and yeah. you're just along for the ride. Yeah, fuck that. But dude. yeah, fuck that. Because it's it's your show every mm-hmm. single day. You if if you want to change your life to make a change to do something different, you have that power. With within the scope of what is available to you that day, you have that power. Yeah, and you're not gonna make a an insane life change overnight. You're not going to become Jeff Bezos overnight. No. <laughs> no. The fucking president of the United States overnight. But every day is a chance for you to chip away at your future. Yeah. To build towards what you want to have, what you want to be, to overcome the stresses that over, overflow and overfill your daily life. Whatever bad habits you have, whatever addictions you face, to beat them, you have that choice every single day. Every and it's, day. It's, it's not by, again, changing your whole life overnight. It's small things. Mm-hmm. Not going to McDonald's for breakfast. Waking up early and working out. Mm-hmm. Maybe fucking meal prepping for the week so you can save money and eat good. Mm-hmm. Or just 
doing something small, like reading the Bible if you believe in God or whatever religion you're a part of, reading your favorite quote, reading any type of book, any type of literature that helps you build your mind. It's, it, you have that choice every single day. And it doesn't take much. It doesn't take much at all. That's a great point. Yeah. Doesn't it? It really doesn't. When you think about it, like, it doesn't take much, man. You think of, like, the butterfly effect, man. Killing a butterfly can change the the entire outlook of the future, right? You you apply it to real life. You go run every day a mile for two weeks. Guess what? After two weeks, you're probably running one of the fastest miles of your life. Yeah. And you you ran a total of seven miles a week for two weeks. That's it. But you put in yeah. that work every single day. And now look at you. Look what you've accomplished. Mm-hmm. Just from that little effort, you go into work, you work 5% harder every single day for a month. And guess what? You're probably getting a raise, maybe, maybe even getting promoted because you're putting in that little effort. And that's, that's just the starting point. That's just grassroots, man. Yeah. That's just the beginning. And once once you get a taste for it, a taste for the the feel of of being better, like like we have felt so many times of success, it, it becomes it becomes an addiction in itself. Like in a, a way, like a, a good addiction, right? Like a good habit. Yeah. Making discipline, making good choices into into habits. Things you do again and again and again because they're necessary for you to be better. Yeah. But it, but it doesn't really make it easier. It never does. You know what I mean? Like you still have to make that – like I, I will never enjoy – I just go back to this because it's one of my least favorite things to do. I will never enjoy waking up again. Ever. <laughs> You have to be like, insane to enjoy it. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, dude, I hate it. I hate it, dude. I am not a morning person at all. Even it when I'm up at seven, I hate it, bro. But it's just start doing it, and then you start to see the results. It's the results that you're drawn to. It's the results that you become obsessed with. Yep. It, it's the driving force that, okay, I've been waking up at four and working out for two hours for the last three or four weeks. Yeah. I've put up five pounds of muscle, 10 pounds on my bench, and I'm looking better than I've ever looked, right? 
obviously that's a very general statement. It's just an example. Yeah. But when you when you start seeing that result, it's still hard to get up in the morning, but you still do it because you in 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 your mind you're like I'm going to get better if I keep doing this because it works and I see that it works. Yeah. It's it's the hard the hard part is when you're doing it and you don't see it yet. That's the yeah. hard part. That's the discouraging, the phase. Let's, yes. let's say if this is like in phases, right? Yeah. yeah. Phases when you make that positive change, when you first start, you know, it's hard. It's real hard. Mm-hmm. You got to adjust to this new decision, this new life change about waking up early and working out. And your body's like, fuck you, dude. Like, I'm tired. I don't want to do this. Yeah. And then you push past that. And you're somewhere in the middle ground. And you're like, okay, it still sucks, but it's not as bad. Yeah. And I'm getting a little stronger. I'm putting on a little muscle. I'm looking a little more diesel. And you hit that fucking third phase. And you're like, okay, this still sucks. (laughs) This still sucks. I hate this shit. (laughs) Like, yeah. Hold on a second. Who's this fucking diesel motherfucker I'm seeing in the mirror? Who's yeah, just repping 225 on bench. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yep. Like, dude, the results. Yes, you're talking about the results. Those start coming in. Yep. And let's let's face facts here. Fucking Mario didn't beat the shit out of Bowser a hundred times and run through his castle over and over again to save Princess Peach so he could. Enjoy the experience of fighting a goddamn dinosaur turtle. Hell no. He fucking, he went through that castle of lava and fire so he could fucking clap Princess Peach cheeks. Clapping cheeks, bro. Clapping those cheeks because that is a result he was there for. Yeah. Clapping that peach. Clapping that peach, dude. Yeah. That's that's a result he was craving. Oh, yeah. They say, you know... The journey is everything. The journey is full of lessons and full of experience. And that's what builds you. But the result is what you were there for. Yep. You were there to win. You were there to become better. The journey fuels that. But the result, that's where you make your money. Yeah. That's where you make your money. Is everything you paid on that path worth it? Because you find out when you get the results. Think about uh, think about like professional sports too. Mm-hmm. Football as an example, just because it's coming up. I love. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, football is what seventeen games in regular yep. season. Yep. But they practice arguably three times more than they actually play in a in a professional game. At least. Yeah. Let's, even if you practice three times a week, you only have one game that week. Yeah. So that's right there. That's that you're practicing. You're doing the tedious things. You're you're doing the the small, you know, the route drills. You know, you're yep. doing the 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 warm ups. You know, the hit mobilities and you know all this monotonous stuff that you do every single time you practice. It gets frustrating. It gets boring. It, you don't want to do it because it's the tedious shit. You want to play the game, right? But how do you get the game? You put in that practice. work. 
Yep. The practice, the work that gets to the game, you have to do to play the game at the end of the, at the end of the day. And that's what yeah. people don't want to do. They don't want to practice. They just want to play the game. They just want the Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> But they don't want they don't Super Bowl first. <laughs> gotta get to the fucking Super Bowl. <laughs> and that's that's the great mind fuck, right? Yeah. Is everyone remembers who won the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And no one remembers the amount of work it took to get to the Super Bowl. Except except for the guys who got to the Super Bowl. Who yeah. put in the work to get there. And you know what? You're not seeing it on Instagram. You're not seeing the hard days. You're not seeing the fucking blood, sweat, and tears. Nope. You're just seeing the picture of the ring. Yep. That for what it is, too. All you're seeing is a picture of the ring. Why are you still on Instagram? Why are you still... Not, I don't want to say why are you still on Instagram. Why are you still spending so much time on Instagram? Yeah. Because when you put it down and you're sitting on the couch and you're about to fucking crush your third bag of chips <laughs> and you're still fat as fuck. Fucking being a piece of shit. Dude, yeah. Beating off for the fourth time that day. Mm-hmm. I, maybe. I don't know. Just a thought. It's because you're busy watching everybody else and their success, and you have no idea what it actually takes to get that success. Yes. Think of how common it is for people to be on their phones nonstop looking at other people. Even at work, even at my office, I see people swiping nonstop at work. And in my head, granted, I I do it every now and then, every right? But not, not often. How much better would it be if they didn't do that at all? Because there was a time where I completely deleted it. And, dude, I was putting in work during those weeks. Right? Think about that. What they would do if they have a lot of potential, if they just took that app off their phone, put their phone down, and just focused on work. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they were on their computer. They were making the phone calls on the system, that like, doing all their things. Think of how much better they would be, dude. They would but they would be so much better because they would stop being addicted to other people's success. They would stop stressing about mm-hmm. the fact that they don't have that. Yeah. And they would learn to stress about building their addictions to succeeding mm. in their own lives. And turned it full circle right there. Yeah, that's yeah. wild. Mind, mind fucked. Yeah, mind fucked. <laughs> Super fucked. <laughs> we have to become addicted to our goals. And I'm not well, talking about consumed by it, but it has to be a persistent, fucking effervescent part of our life. The desire to achieve. Not in a not an unhealthy way, not taking the place of other positive things in our lives, but just being a constant reminder that we got to do certain things 
to succeed, to achieve our goals. But now let's think about this. So going back to addiction, is it addicted to it or is it being obsessed with it? It's a fine line. Think about it because when you're addicted to something, right, based on the perception of everybody, right, you are yeah. you are engulfed in it. You are you, – you're, you're constantly – let's just – alcohol as an example again. You're fucking drinking alcohol. You're just fucking pounding beers left and right, dude, and you can't stop, right? Yeah. You're in it, dude. But when you're obsessed with it, it could be something like, well – I want to try a bourbon. Then I want to try a vodka. Then I want to try everything in the sense of, I don't know, cognac, right? Like you, yeah. you're obsessed with the, the alcohol. So you're trying everything. You're learning everything about it. Constantly using it because you much about it. You, you want to get better with it. You want to know everything about alcohol and, and how it works, how it's distilled, how it's whatever right but there's a difference between doing that and then being addicted to it to where you feel like you can't you can't have enough of it you can't function without it exactly right so there you're right line but there are two i think it's two different things it's in my mind it, it just makes sense that it's two different things working out for example right addicted to it like you are fucking destroying your life because you're working out so much in my mind if you're addicted but when you're obsessed with it it's because you're seeing the results it's because you're working through it it's because you're putting yourself through the stress and the pain you want to keep doing it because you're obsessed with it right you to master it you want to learn everything about it you want to be engulfed in it but i i don't maybe i'm it's a it's it's still a positive driving force though right right you know it's 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 not destroying you it's building you right like you, no, you no. have to be you have to become so obsessed with the idea that you need to do this and this and this to become successful to to be financially stable to be a a pro bodybuilder or whatever the case is that you are doing everything you can to achieve that versus being addicted to it you are literally destroying certain aspects of your life social whether it's um your you know whether it's your own body you're actually destroying yourself that yeah. that's how my mind perceives addiction versus obsession it's at the cost of other things yes but in this in this circumstance the obsession the chase the dream yes you are fueling you are fueling that goal. Yep. Fueling and hunting for that result. And it's, it's building you in every way possible to yeah. get there. I'm fucking on board with it, dude. I'm sold. Yeah. So, so I, don't, I don't know. How do you feel about addiction now, man? Is it, is it still real? Is it just a made-up idea that is a way on something. I, I like, honestly tell like, I want to know what you think. What do you think of this perception? So I think with certain, certain things, there is a very real addiction that exists, 
right? I think with certain chemical substances that the body does in fact crave the substance once you become addicted to it, um, specifically with a lot of hard drugs. And okay. even with more non-physical concepts like sex and porn and things like that, we become addicted to it because we get a result from it, right? That mm. rush of happy chemicals or whatever the fuck it is. And our brain becomes wired to what the body produces. And we just, we need it. We need it to exist, to live, to feel anything. But at the end of the day, it is still our choice to say, yes. fuck you, get out of my life. I don't mm-hmm. need you. I don't fucking want you around, whatever it is you are. Yep. That's destroying yep. me, destroying my willpower, my resolve. At the end of the day, you have to decide to beat it. And that's, that's really just how I see it. Yeah. Um, so I think for guys like us, it's easy to say addiction is not real. Because yeah. we have very strong willpower. But for those people that don't, it's, it's, it's real for them. Because they need someone to guide them to the path where they can develop the willpower necessary. Mm-hmm. No longer see addiction as a, as a thing. It's a good point. But even if they don't have the same mental what if just what if addiction was never even a word what then now now all of us yeah exactly now there's right no stigma. Can't call it anything. Yeah, sure. But I mean, still comes down, like you said, still comes down to the choice. You know, your body's telling you you need, it, and maybe it, it turns your body into telling your brain that you need it. But we're conscience. We are. We are human beings because we have conscience. And our conscience, our free thought, is what us. It's what separates us from the fucking animals. Yeah. And ultimately, I think that's what matters. And, and and it's like you said, not everybody is in the same in the same mindset as we are. So yeah. it's it's harder. I'm still stuck in my ways, though, man. I I still firmly believe that there are certain things that are only a thing because society gives it life. Because society says that it's okay to place the blame on this because now we know what to do with it, right? Now we don't have to worry about our choices because of this, this label, this thing. You know, yeah. I, that that's just me, man. And it's not just addiction, man. There are other things in the world that I'm, I'm certain that these things take place. But you know what? Like I said, I'm no psychologist. Uh, you know, I, I don't know. I'm just saying this is just how my mind processes things. But with that being said, 
I couldn't tell you if I've ever been addicted to something, man. Yeah. I've definitely been obsessed with certain things, for sure. But uh, addicted? I just don't give a fuck, man. (laughs) You know? Like, I like... I actually, I used to hate alcohol, if I'm being perfectly honest. I used to hate I still got fucked up, and I still black. But I was never like, I was never, I was never in the mindset where, oh fuck, I have to drink, need to drink. I was never in that mindset, and I've drank a lot in my life, dude, a lot. And with that being said, not nearly as much as some of the other people I know. Right. I mean, same thing with cigarettes. You know, this is a. Like people say they, they had a couple cigarettes and then they were hooked on it, right? They just kept doing it because of the nicotine or because of whatever. Now they can't stop. I still call bullshit, man, because I've had cigarettes. Not once. I've had a multiple. And I'm not saying it's a, a mindset. It might be. At this point, like, I don't really fucking know, but I've had cigarettes on multiple occasions. Never, never have I once thought of, I need to go to the store and buy a pack of cigarettes because I need to relax. I, never have I thought of that. So, I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm just spitballing here. This is just my I, mindset towards the whole thing. I don't know. No, I fucking dig it, man. I think spinning off that, we all love the concept of a hero with vices right yeah Yeah. that fucking dark gunslinger man he's got a heart of gold but his hand is fast as fucking lightning and he'll put anyone down in the fucking dusty street of laredo in a heartbeat (laughs) am i right yeah dude yeah and sometimes that vice just seems so fucking cool. Yeah. Whether it's drinking or fucking drugs or smoking, whatever it is, it just sounds so cool. And that's something I've struggled with myself a lot. Mm. And I, I still struggle with, um, I wouldn't say I'm addicted to nicotine. because I've quit before, but this point it's almost become like something i do just to almost keep up this persona yeah right of this like troubled troubled hero character right like mm-hmm. I, I do all this cool stuff and this badass stuff but i've got all these problems you know like yeah. to, to give me this mysterious edge but it's it's fucking bullshit man mm-hmm. like and it's it's something i i have to constantly fight myself on is like why are you doing this you know yeah like what what do you get from this whatever positive things you think you get from this it's it's not positive yeah it's just a waste of your energy and your fucking resolve yeah so it's it's just something i I constantly fight myself on and it's probably gonna have to be something i chalk up to the tribe keeping me honest well and, now but and and cutting it out you know yeah now but at the same time i don't know 
<laughs> I, I, I feel like I do, you know, I feel like I do, but at the same time, when I'm not doing it, I feel so much better. But then it's so, almost like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. You got to be critical, man. It's, it's, we talked about it last time. You have to be critical on yourself enough to be honestly, right? To be honest with yourself. You have, it's almost like you have to meet yourself in a way that you're being so honest that you be that honest with yourself. Yeah. Does that make sense? No, it does. So like, it definitely does. Dig into why you're doing certain things and or, or why you're not doing certain things. And you just have to be honest with yourself. You don't have to talk to anybody else about it if you don't want to. But if you're doing it with yourself, you dissect what's in your what's in your mind and why you're doing why you're not seeing success. You know, why you're still slow as fuck or fat as fuck or you're still poor as fuck. Whatever. You have to be the hardest critic on yourself because you're the only one that knows or has the potential to know why you choose to do things. Everybody else is just watching. Yeah. And they see whatever you want them to see. Yeah. Going back to what we talked about earlier. Like, you can, you can say whatever you want to make people think what you're doing. And you could be lying the whole time. Mm-hmm. But you're keeping up appearances on social media. Yeah. That's all they see. Dude, you know how many fake motherfuckers are on social media? rent Lamborghinis and shit just all because they want to present this lavish lifestyle? All of them. Probably more than anybody actually realizes. And mm-hmm. what is it, like one one or two percent of people on social media actually make an livable income, not a rich income, a livable income. Yeah. Like it's like one or two percent out of millions of people. That's insanity, dude. It's crazy. Yeah. And it seems like just with this, this is only episode two, man, but we keep gravitating towards social media. And I I don't know if it's because you and I have like, I know for me, I've gotten wrapped up in it before. Oh, yeah. You know, I I don't know about you, but I definitely have. We've we've definitely both fucking been there. Yeah. Yeah. now, I think that's gonna have to be something we cover. You know, that's a great. And it might, it might even have to be the next thing. <laughs> Maybe it, it seems yeah. like a topic we're just <laughs> we're trying to breach, but yeah, um, yeah, like social media, man. Like th- that's an addiction right there. Um, it, if, we're, if we're gonna label anything an addiction, social media, man. Think, think of the, the happy chemical response from seeing those likes yeah. go up on your fucking post. Brother, the dopamine, or it's that dopamine, man. That, yeah, that quick fuel, that quick injection. Yeah. yeah like, what should you really be injecting into your body? The fucking alpha the injection. Fucking alpha injection, dude. Dude, that, that <laughs> knowledge. <laughs> but dude, but even then, we use we'll use social media as borderline platform to get it out there, right? Because we can make it into a positive thing. Yeah. And, and it it can be a positive thing. Can also be a business model 
Like people use Instagram as a way of marketing. Absolutely. Because of how many people are people use it. And it's brilliant. Yeah. It is brilliant. It's like turning the weapons of your enemies against them, man. Pretty awesome. Yeah. And still building the tribe. So yeah, Putting like those feelers out. It can be good. It can be really bad. It's really easy to be bad. But you do it right. It can be really good too. It's wild, dude. It's fucking nuts, man. <laughs> it's fucking nuts. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, it's it's crazy. It's honestly mind blowing with with just how everything is really intertwined. You know, when it's stress over over stress can lead to bad habits. It can lead to coping mechanisms that turns into what we call now addiction. Right. You know, it, it like it's all compounding. Whether it's more but arguably in that in that conversation when good things compound it can be even stronger it might be harder but i'm willing to bet it's going to be stronger much stronger and it's all about how you shape those good things together yeah It's like this. Think about they it. They survived because they fought together. They fought as one. Yeah. So not only how do you fight alongside your tribe and fight as one, but how do you align yourself, all the different pieces of yourself, to exist and work together as one? Yeah. To be you. The true version of yourself. Yeah. You're not always going to live that every single day. But if you at least try, it adds up. Like you said, it yeah. compounds. Well, but here's an argument, though. It's not about trying, man. It's about doing. Yes. Not doing. Yes. Try. Like if you say before. you try. Yeah, dude. Yeah, we talked about it a lot. You say you try, you already set yourself up for failure. Which is a learning point, but why don't you just do it? Do or do just not. Do. There is no try. Bro. Master, <laughs> uh, Grand Master Jedi Yoda. Grand Master Jedi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With the wisdom of under his belt. Yeah. He imparted on us so much knowledge, so much learning. So much. And we can apply it to every day. Dude, either do it or you don't. There's no try. Yeah. Let's just, Dude. Let's just fucking delete the phrase try. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I'm all about it. That's like, no longer a word. <laughs> we just don't say it. It's not a word. No, dude, no. We either did it we or just, we didn't. That's it. 
Did or didn't. That's it. (laughs) Done. All right. From here on out, there it is. Dude, we're slapping the table on that, man. (laughs) Fucking. That's it, dude. Fucking knocked right there. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) I love it. Yep. Well, I think uh, that probably about wraps it up for this one, man. Yeah, I think so. This one's been absolutely stellar. Dude, and, I, uh, I, you know, I hope uh, I hope people take something out of it, man. You know, it's really just us bullshitting, but I take some. Yeah. I just, I just hope, I just hope everything does as well. And then passes it on too, man. Cause this is something that, this is something that people need to know, man. Yeah. Not special, but no, there are just too many weak bitches, man. Too fucking many. We need some and more too, strength. We do. And we need people to realize that they can be strong yeah. if they just fucking do. Yeah, dude. They just decide to do. Yeah. They, and they just got to do-do, honestly. <laughs> just do, do, do and doing. That's it. Just fucking do it, dude. Just, just fucking, fucking do, do it. it. Shia LaBeouf style. Just do dude, it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we fucking, we bullshit, but we drop some real knowledge. Yeah. And we do it as often as we can. We're going to keep a regular schedule as much as we can. Yep. And this is, this is how we start our week. This is how we refocus every seven days or every fucking 14 days. Whatever it is, this is how we get back into the mindset. Yep. And how we get in the zone so we can keep fucking doing. It's our weekly injection, brother. Weekly injection of fucking alpha sauce. <laughs> alpha sauce. That's bro. That's it. Yep. All right. Well, for everybody listening, thank you. And uh, tune in next time. Yeah. Till next week, our friends. Thank you. Uh, thank you for listening. This has been uh, Shane and Dan once again. This is Alpha Injection. Peace.